Well, Grand Rising, everybody, and um, today is October 17th, and we are airing live on Facebook, YouTube, and Podbean. Um, unfortunately, today we are not airing live on a blog talk because it misfired, so, <laughs> but that is okay. Um, so today we are, we, we have three of my good friends on air, and we're going to talk about what women have to say about boundaries, respect, and integrity. And little do they know I might have a plot twist. <laughs> so, um, let me bring on uh, Ashley Monsalve Kirk, Naomi Gasson from Georgia Roof Advisors, and Wanda Pearson who just published her new book. First of all, congratulations. Yay. <laughs> well, let's get some energy going this morning, girlfriends. <laughs> yes. We had some fun. So, um, so if you guys, guys, ladies, cause we're talking about what women have to say, um, share about, um, you know, what you do and, and what your mission is. Um, and then we will, um, get on with the topic. How about that? All right. Sounds good. Okay. How about, um, Naomi, why don't you go first, honey? Sure. Um, so my name is Naomi and I'm from Georgia Roof Advisors. I moved here in 2016 and I owned a business, a roofing business with my husband and I since then. Um, we work on a repair first mentality. We come from England where we are really big into sustainability. So for every roof that I can not replace and repair instead is actually keeping all of that all those shingles out of the ground out of the landfill. So uh, that's my mission is to repair every roof I can and um, and sustain as well. Thank you. And I love that about you. I love the fact that you're so eco-friendly, sustainable. Um, putting the planet first, right? Planet over profits. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, Wanda. Okay, my name is Wanda Pearson, and I'm excited to be on this show here. I actually have been doing a lot of stuff, Joey, right? I know. So, <laughs> I know people who want choices and freedom that get tired of their nine to five and want their time back to, to create a fulfillment happiness by coaching and consulting them with our business, uh, WPS Associates, and who want to have their own passion to create to and grow their business, as well as helping people get affordable legal protection with our company Legal Shield, IG Shield, and Small Business. Thank you, Jody, for having me on your show. Well, I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, I, you know, I met you. It, it's interesting. Um, all three of you, the uh, minute I met you, I had that instant connection right and so um you know so i'm really grateful to have you all here yeah thank you thank you wanda ashley go ahead honey my name is ashley and um i don't own a business but i am on the path of which is a great topic for today today self-respect um learning to grow more spiritually um connecting with the universe and what I learned sharing with others. I have learned so much from you, Jody. So 
I am excited about today's show as well. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I've learned so much from you and you um, have been such a gift in my life. So yeah, sister from another mister, right? <laughs> so, um, so today, and uh, I mean, just bringing up my, my pod bean to make sure I have that going. So if I look this way, I'm looking at the other computer because we've got multiple computers going. Um, what do you all have to say? So there's boundaries, respect, and integrity. And, you know, boundaries, they, I always say they have to be healthy boundaries. And, um, and respect, as Ashley already said, she said, she, I'm working on self-respect, right? So in order to have healthy boundaries, you have to have self-respect. You have to be willing to speak your voice. What does that look like to you, Ashley? Let me start with you. Um, well, I guess it started by not allowing other people to put me down and accept it. I didn't think words had power. And for the longest time, you know, there was people in my life that were putting me down with words. And I was just accepting because I was like, oh, they're just words. It doesn't really affect me. And it was until I started realizing how it was affecting me that I needed to start having boundaries, whether it was my brother or my ex-boyfriend or even a stranger. Um, and that's when I really started to grow more. When I, I started realizing, well, you're allowing somebody close to you to call you that. What do you think of yourself? Um, so yeah, it was a, it's been a journey to finally kind of step out of that bubble of allowing that. Well, I mean, and that's, that's really huge. And it wasn't until, um, so I, I studied, you know, I studied in, uh, in a, with a variety of different organizations. One is Landmark Education. And at Landmark, um, they always say words are empty and meaningless. And so there's, you know, how you interpret that um, is really important. And I think going back, because I started studying under them in 1989, I think what they're trying to say is don't give words power over you. Because words are not empty and meaningless. Matter of fact, words are vibrations in the air, which is one of the chapters in my book. And um, meaning they hold energy and that that energy gets sent to you right and or to whoever they're sending it to actually and it bounces off all over the flip in the universe so um so i think it's a really important concept to explore and understand for yourself so naomi why don't you go next um i think it's really difficult to boundaries sometimes so I own a business but I've also got a marriage and I've also got children so making sure that you know those boundaries are very very clear for both people in the organization but also for the children um I think Jodie you called me up once and I said um I'm really sorry I'd love to chat but right now it's dedicated to my children they're just getting off the bus and I have to leave I know and, and I loved it yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when my kids get home, they really want my attention. Um, and it's been able to provide that and set those boundaries where I can park work and stop. 
And it's difficult to do that when you when you are when you own your own business. You know, my husband takes on a lot of um, you know the operations of business, so he's um, he's working on that all the time. And the things that allows you know him to feel some of the phone calls and me to dedicate that time to the children. Um, but just setting those boundaries again with in the office, people will talk to me about accounts receivable, and I don't do anything to do with the accounts. I do the marketing. So don't don't expect like my husband and I to have had that conversation at home. If you have something to tell me, you speak to me directly because otherwise that communication is lost. Well, I told James, it's like, well, that's nice. <laughs> like, we have we have children, we have a life to live, we have food shopping. No, I didn't talk about you when we got home. So again, they're setting those boundaries and being quite clear. Yeah, and that's huge. Um, I've made the mistake. Uh, twice this year um, of transferring well well there's transferring knowledge right assuming one person because because of relationship that they all have the same information not true <laughs> and then I transferred trust so there was a friend of mine it was two different friends but basically I assumed that I could trust the friend of the friend Spoiler, you cannot transfer trust. Each person has to earn their own, right? My lesson, nothing wrong with anybody else. And not that there's anything wrong with me either. There's just a lesson. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wanda Dolly. Wow. That, that's a big word for me and very important to me. Respect. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned in, in working in corporate for 36 years at IBM, um, dealing with marketing and how people can disrespect you, even like your relationship, right? I mean, I've, I've been married 42 years and what's important to me is the respect. I don't like to be disrespected. So I used to have to tell my marketing guys, I don't let my husband disrespect me. So why would I let you disrespect me? It's still me like you said, that's close, right? So, I mean, I had to get there and they actually looked up to me because I said that. And and it's, and it's about, you know, treating people the way you want to be treated. That is very important to me. How do you treat people uh, is how it's going to come back to you. So it really makes a really big difference. But but I, I said respect is an attitude too. You know, sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, your facial expressions, your tones, all of that comes about across it may be disrespectful, even like sending the text, right? You send a text to somebody that's not meant that way, but sometimes it comes across the wrong way. Um, and setting those boundaries is so important. Um, as the ladies were saying, I had to set those boundaries. As you grow, you set boundaries and you don't want anybody to disrespect you. You don't want them to cross the boundaries. Um, but that is something that I really cherish. I had to teach my, my daughters that. We have two daughters and I have six grandchildren. So, you know, that's hard. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. And I, I called you when, um, you, you know, you've got all the kids going on in the background. Yeah. Not easy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Not easy. I said, Nana's on the phone. So do not talk to me when Nana's on the phone, but they don't know if I have my earpiece in. I said, Nana has my earpiece in. So you have to respect what I'm doing and make sure that you, you know, that you, um, don't talk when I'm talking. So it's really about teaching people 
and your boundaries and about having that integrity and we're going to get into integrity too that's another important word for me um and how you you actually make people feel but also making sure that they know how you feel about being disrespected and being respected does that make sense yeah i mean and the thing is which is just really crazy so i am my husband and I spent the last five days training on neuro-linguistic programming. And the really cool thing is that Dr. Uh, Matt James, who uh, owns Empowerment Incorporated, this was handed down to him from his father. So, and, so he started NLP when he was 11. And yeah, I know. And he's like my age, like probably... Uh, 50 something. Well, he's probably 50 something. He's younger than me. Cause yeah. And, um, and I'm just kind of like, cool. Right. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I really, really had to, uh, put my past learning aside to open up my, my brain to a whole new concept about what respect is, what boundaries are, um, integrity. And what I want to tell you in a nutshell, and we'll do a deeper dive as we get in, is that what means respect for Ashley is different than respect for Naomi, is different for respect for me and you, Wanda. And so to, you know, I've been an assumption making machine, <laughs> you know, like, um, like assuming, well, didn't they grow up that way? I thought everybody understands these foundational things. So, so what is foundational for, what is foundational for you? Like, Wanda, what's one of the things for you that's just foundational when it comes to respect? How does that show up? Well, or how do you want it to show up? How I want it to, and it goes back to respect, um, setting those boundaries and, and the foundation of how you set yourself up as far as a person, as far as in business. Um, that foundation is what you said. I mean, you know, in my book, I actually had to set my foundations to say, okay, I don't want to be like this. I don't want this to happen to me. I don't want this to happen to my daughters. Um, but those foundations you set as you go along, as you grow up, you know, you learn those, those foundations and setting those boundaries to be able to, um, to not let anybody disrespect you. Well, and I mean, but here's the thing. So some people don't mind, um, yeah, you know, uh, like, okay, so I have my office and you know, I have permission to discuss this. I, my husband and I were officing out of the same home, right? At one point in time. And that's not how it is today. And so he had the thought because he's one office over that he could just walk in and have his meeting or have a, and I'm like, but I'm in the middle of doing something. Can you text? He goes, well, why would I text when we're in the same place? I'm like, cause I'm in a meeting, <laughs> you know? And so, but his mindset is about being connected and being in community. And for him, a text message is not 
connected and in community. So he wants to do the loving thing. And I'm like, but I'm all about business right now. (laughs) So, so he's thinking he's being super respectful, right? And he's being loving and he's being in community, but his wife is in go mode. Okay, so it's not that he's actually disrespectful. It's that he doesn't understand what's important to me at that point in time and what a process is that's important for me, for me to function in my day to day. Yeah. Right. Okay, but you, Wanda, you may not have an issue with it or Naomi or Ash. You guys may not have an issue with that. You may have a different one about what helps you be supported yeah i'm I'm gonna tell you and that you say (laughs) my husband i'm sitting downstairs and he's upstairs and he he texts me or calls me and i'm like but i'm right down here why are you texting i'm like really you know (laughs) so i hear what you said but actually on my door in my office i have making millions i have this actually name tag that says okay off boundaries, I'm in the middle of doing business. I'm in a podcast. I'm in a, uh, a webinar. So, yeah, so, yeah, setting boundaries is very important to me. But I, w- I just want to say one thing. My father taught me assuming. Don't assume anybody's going to admit the ass out of you and me. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I never understood that until I got older. I said, well, that's what he's talking about. You know, you can't assume anything about anybody because you don't know what they're going through. So. Well, and that's just the other thing. So um, I'm just going to make a note of it because I want to have, uh, I, I want to come back. I got to get my notepad, but I want to come back to uh, the fact that we don't know what other people are going through and remind me to talk about Dr. Josh X and my encounter with him. Okay. Um, because he did a video and it explained a whole lot. So, but, um, but before we do that, um, Ashley, why don't we go to you since you're the one leaving sooner than later, right? What are some areas where you made maybe an assumption, right? Or had an expectation of somebody to respect you in a certain way and they think they're doing good and you're like, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Whoa, I just had a situation this week <laughs> with my with Rand, my boyfriend. Um, and it was it was more about boundaries. And in his mind, I had asked him to do something about two months ago and it wasn't done. And it was regarding our relationship and you know, things that were affecting it energetically. And in his mind, he was like, Well, I'm doing what you asked. And I'm like, it's not that I want you to do what I asked, it's respecting our relationship. Which involved, you know, uh, an outsider. And in his mind, he didn't think it was a big deal. And I know sometimes men think differently than women. But I had to explain it. I didn't want to get too upset because I was getting upset. But once we actually sat down and I had to explain to him how it was uh, disrespectful to me, he understood much better. And he couldn't really communicate it because he was getting upset because he didn't understand it of why it was so disrespectful to me. But the more we started deep diving into it, which was great because, you know, I probably didn't have that experience in other relationships. Um, It it was, he understood. 
And it finally like we go, okay, we got past that one. Um, so that was a, it was a big breakthrough for our relationship, um, for him to understand me a little bit better and respect and boundaries and what I'm willing to accept because I don't want to be, be the type to say, oh, I already warned you. Oh, we already talked about this. I don't do that anymore. I think I had done that before in the past and part of my growth is not accepting it and not giving you a warning for the 10th time. Like you either get it or I'm going to move on. Um, but that's just having respect for myself and that's my boundaries. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting because someone said, um, uh, they said to me, well, once they apologize, can't you just move on? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, because sometimes apologies are used as a way to exit the conversation and manipulate the person, the person, right? <laughs> and so, um, so for me, especially being an empath, and I know everyone here is on the show today being an empath i need to know that it's anchored in like do they get it is it anchored in is it's not that they can just repeat it and say yes i i need to put the milk in the refrigerator but they can actually anchor in the consequence of not putting the milk in the refrigerator so it's kind of locked into their 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 psyche and now they can affect a new behavior Right. I mean, just to add on to that, sorry's don't mean anything to me anymore. I read sorry's for like my whole life. That I, I prefer an action yeah. instead of a saying. And you know, part of that conversation that I had with my boyfriend was, he's like, "Oh, I, I, you, you tell me your truth all the time," and I'm like, "Yes, I can speak it, but I'm not being heard." And he was like, "That's very poetic." <laughs> but it was it was true, and it helped him understand a little bit better. So. Yes, and I'm gonna tell you, Ash, that, that is so true. I actually put on my husband's mirror that you told me this when we were dating. Action speaks louder than words. Your words are not speaking, but action. So I had to end up uh, just a month ago, put a thing on his mirror. Action speaks louder than words because right. you say, "Well, I'm sorry. What are you sorry for?" He can't even remember what he's sorry for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Because we learned as kids to use it as an exit strategy from getting in trouble from our parents. Always. My boyfriend's son is always everything. He gets in trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no more sorries. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, truly, after the conversation, if somebody wants to apologize and not use the word, I'm sorry, by the way, because it's uh, low vibration. But if they want to apologize after the conversation, after it's anchored in, I'm cool. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Naomi, go for it, doll. And I'm looking for my crown. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I, my birthday crown. One of the things that I think about with this conversation is a book called I'm Surrounded by Idiots. Oh! It's such a great book to not only work out like who you are, but also some of the things of way other people think. So my husband and I think very, very differently. Um, I'm a little bit like you, Jody. like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And he's very methodical and detailed. And I can get quite frustrated with what looks to be like slow motion with him. And it's not slow motion. It's more him just researching and understanding a problem from a different aspect. And 
that book really spoke to me and I will read it again and again just because each time I read it I learn more about myself and more about others as well um you know I'm quite like I said I'm quite go go um so when my daughter and my husband are slow moving yeah I'm frustrated <laughs> but I have to remember they're not you know they're not moving slow on purpose it's just who they are um, well and actually and I have both sides Naomi like I can be I can, I can be in go mode. I have really uh, modified my, my behavior to go into be more methodical because I was missing pieces and I, I, I have both sides of that brain and I use them, uh, as needed. Now, my husband is really a visionary. And like when I'm, um, authoring an article and in this case, now my book, you know, you really don't want anybody better than my husband because he's amazing. Like he'll catch every little last thing. And um, his mom, uh, you know, taught him to really, he, she, they, they all understand grammar well, right? And, um, and there are times then on the flip side, we're like we're in public and we're going places and he's in go mode and he's a mile ahead of me and i'm like okay bye-bye <laughs> you know because i'm not gonna race through life and trying to fight some you know public transportation or public crowd just so i can be first <laughs> like what am i being first in <laughs> Which is really interesting. So I went to my son's parent conference yesterday, and that is exactly what he's doing. He wants to be first all the time. He, he's very competitive. And part of this, I'm like, is this me rubbing off on him? You know, how am I influencing this small child? I'm sure it's making a big impact. Oh, we, we've got um, feedback. Does somebody have yeah. another mic open, maybe? Yeah. That's me. Actually, I, I, I found out how to get on Podbean. So thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to call in because I'm already in. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't need to call in. <laughs> Sorry about that. So if somebody does want to call into the show, they can. Uh, so blog talk went down, you know. And so um, honestly, I think we just need to say goodbye to blog talk, but. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so you can go to Podbean, you download the app and then you can just request, and I'm sorry, I'm just checking my screen over here to my left. Um, there's like a little thing that says call in and you just press the button or whatever. And then I bring you on to ask your questions live, or you can, um, you know, post your, your questions or thoughts. So just a couple of things. Um, I want to go through what people are saying. So uh, Teddy June says, good morning. Dare Susan Essentials. Love you always. I love you back. And then we have Teddy again. And she says, Naomi, Georgia Roof Advisors. I'm a retired code certified home inspector, among many other hats. Polyurethane ceilings are number one. I've seen, I've seen every bad repair attempt out there. So are you guys using polyurethane sealants when you yes. have to? Yes, we do. Okay. So we need um, to talk uh, offline about detox <laughs> for your body. Um, in terms of bad repairs. Yes. We've seen a lot. 
Yeah. So, but we'll talk offline about detox because that's, if y'all are working with that, you also need to make sure that your body is properly, properly processing that out. Um, And then Naima says, grand rising to all of you very wise teachers. Open, honest communication is so important in understanding each other. So we don't assume, and she spells it out for us very eloquently, (laughs) another's motives and um you know yeah i think that we're always making assumptions and you know i know i am <laughs> um before you know it's already 8 30. you need to go ashley or do you have a few minutes okay so do you want to talk about what are some ways in which you have established what did boundaries look like for you before? What did you do to establish healthy boundaries? You know, and what are you doing now? What are you learning? Um, well, I think the way I started moving forward is I started cutting people out of my life. (laughs) Um, but it it got to that point, you know, and I think I shared this story with you, which is how we got to this topic was, um, my brother was physical with me. Right. Yeah. You know, I didn't care that he was my brother. I was so fed up at that point. And I had just kind of come out of a, a relationship that was mentally toxic for me as well. And, you know, you put up with it for so long, you just you think it's used, you get used to it. I thought it wasn't all part of life to be called, put down, or to be treated a certain way. And I think when I started exiting out of it, I had just, I was so tired of it. And I started, that's when I started working on myself. And yeah, the minute that he thought it was okay to put his hands on me because he was angry, is when I was like, this is, I need to start changing. And I think I never really put boundaries. I think I would react with anger towards mm-hmm. people, which wasn't benefiting me either. Right. Um, and then that's basically what I started doing. So I, it, it didn't matter to me anymore that he wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, my brother. It, it just was, he was another human who was projecting on me negatively. And um, so I kind of just started dis- distancing myself from him and then other people any anytime i felt like as i started changing and shifting that and working myself and working with you and and learning how to protect your your energy and that kind of brought me to learning how to protect my boundaries yeah anytime i find somebody who is not going in a, in a positive mode or or i feel it or you know they, they yeah they project name calling i kind of just like i don't need to put up with this anymore and, and you know it takes strength and it takes courage and it was hard for me probably to not really talk to him anymore but it was better for me mentally and obviously physically I and mean, that wasn't okay at all but um you know it, it's terrible that i got to that point but it was a learning lesson for me and it was a growing lesson for me mm-hmm. um and that's pretty much what i i, I started doing now and, and you know i'm more into with energy so the minute I kind of feel somebody's off, I kind of, I kind of like have my antennas up and I pay attention more. So instead of just projecting the attitude or the, the anger, I just distance myself. Yeah. And this is a really good point. And I'm going to, I'm going to put a twist in this, Ashley. So just be prepared. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not advocating for anybody raising a hand to somebody, but I want to tell you the other side. So my brother, also did that to me, by the way, 
and uh, strangled me, threw me across the room, ended in the hospital, imprints on my neck. And, um, and of course, when I went to my dad for protection, he um, popped the trunk, <laughs> said, because he was in the mafia, right? <laughs> and he said, well, you know, you call the police um, on your brother, I'll put you in that trunk and no one's ever going to find you. I'm like, oh, nice. So now let me back up and go to science because, you know, I want to tell you that, um, and it doesn't, it doesn't take away someone's responsibility and accountability for their actions and their behavior. So let me just put that out there again. What I'm about to say doesn't take away their responsibility and accountability for their behavior. Okay. What I learned uh, is that the toxins that we have, um, I actually might even have it on, no, I, I don't, but I, I do have it. So, um, the toxins that we consume, right, are play, wreaking havoc with our brain. Okay. And so how that shows up as erratic emotional behavior and, and, uh, responses to things or reactions to things versus responses. They can have consumed some sort of toxin, which our food supply is laden with toxins. Okay. And um, because our food supply is laden with toxins, um, you know, it impairs the ability of the brain to get blood flow. Okay. So here is like 10 years of alcohol, all those pockmarks that you see, those are the areas of the brain that are not getting blood flow. So six years of, you know, smoking, marijuana. Um, let me just see something here. Um, uh, opiates, cocaine, alcohol, meth. But what they don't show is just basic toxins on this one, okay? And a toxic brain is actually just as bad. And where are those toxins coming from? Your food and water supply. So I have something to add to that, Jodie. Yeah. Um, uh, my youngest is six, and he has one of those toner ice lollies. And it's basically frozen ice that makes it squirt of sugar. Yeah. And he had um, a couple of those. Well, he had one, but a lot of, like, he was helping himself with his work and he turned quite aggressive at six and was running around just being super crazy and then fell asleep. He'd almost like just exhausted himself from so much energy and, and craziness. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was the, the red dye in that colonized model. Which, by the way, was just outlawed in California. I believe that. It's outlawed in England. Yeah, well, and so the so the so it creates hyperactivity, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and so, and what you want to know is that like sugar, these red dyes, these toxins are lighting up pleasure centers of the brain, eight pleasure centers of the brain. Cocaine, which you can see with the damages on the brain of cocaine, Let's, we got that one up there again. That's four years of cocaine. Um. <laughs> doesn't even compare actually to toxicity because <laughs> I don't have toxic brain up here. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, 
And the toxicity is things like sugar. Um, it's things like, um, you know, the red dye 40, blue, all the different dyes, the um, uh, parabens, like all of that. And because your brain is 70% fat and when a body can't process um, a toxin, which it can't, it cannot process a synthetic, it has to get stored in your fat cells. And so it's, you know, usually starts in the brain. And then if you're gaining weight, like I did from overexposure to the EMF toxins, you know, I gained 50 pounds, right? Lost 30 of it. But, but the point is that our, our bodies are not uh, cap capable of processing it. And then it also makes us reactive versus responsive. And so now I want to go back to the fact that uh, my brother was hitting me. Number one, it's what he learned from my dad, you know, learn behavior. Number two, we were all exposed to stuff. And then, um, you know, about a, a couple decades later, um, he had a brain tumor and that was slow growing. So I actually don't have anger to him. I totally forgave him because what we're doing to people, I, I look at earth as this mass experiment and we're using all these toxicity on people and then expecting them to act like, you know, calm, cool, and collected. And it's really a hard thing to do um, when your body's being overloaded with toxins. And so again, I'm not justifying, my brother had no right to hit me. Your brother had no right to hit you. But then we have to say, is it the person or is it the toxins in the person? Can we help them? You know, can we, and can they help themselves? Can we give them a suggestion? Now, ultimately it's their responsibility to get themselves help. So, oh. <laughs> so do you need to go, Ash? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, it's 839. I know you need. So I just want to thank you for popping in and sharing your wisdom, you thank know, you. and sharing your stories. Your stories uh, are helping other people. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. I, thank good, you, guys. Thank you. Good seeing you. We've got to connect. <laughs> yeah, you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So... So when we, so if your, your boundaries are being blown by someone, um, um, we can take on the victim mode, which technically, I mean, you are being victimized, but the victim mentality also doesn't help. Does it Wanda? Nope. No. Not at all. Right. Not at all. And, um, and, and you have stories about this too. Do you want to share? Yeah. Um, exactly what Ashley was talking about. You know, of course, in my book, I talk about the abuse that I suffered um, at the hands of my, my stepfather. Um, and that was something, and that's what we said, you know, people, the words that people say you, you think is you, you know, that that is maybe you, you blame yourself. But um, that, that didn't help. I mean, I had to learn how to forgive as well. So Forgiving those who have actually done, we didn't, we don't understand at that time why that's happening. And uh, as she was right, uh, what's taught to you goes on with um, with your childhood. But I know that's something that I did not want to be a part of. 
So I'm just thankful that I was able to get out of that. That um, not, well, it's not a relationship, but as far as you know, even my mother, I'm glad she was. I was thankful she got out of that relationship, but it took years for her to get out of that. And I was seeing this, and I know with um, with uh, I have to say, with God's help, we were able to survive um, the abuse that we had. So. You know, and, and like like you were saying, Joe, I mean, you know, your brother, he, he watches his father and what he called generational curse. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So, yeah. So that that is something that you have to learn not to be part of that generational curse. And I was thankful that I was able to get out of that. So. Well, and it is a generational curse because it's passed on as a behavior mm-hmm. as if it's okay and it's not right mm-hmm. and because we were accepting we didn't have boundaries right mm-hmm. women didn't have boundaries back mm-hmm. in the day mm-hmm. uh we had to you know it wasn't good um hold on a second yes She says hello. First of all, she hello. says she says hi Naomi, hi Wanda, and then and what is it you want to say? So interesting. So she's talking about the boundaries that she has with Tinkerbell, you know, her mate, and she's saying that Tinkerbell and her go to bed every single night, cuddled up next to each other. She says, and we are together. Okay, be kind, be kind. She says, but we spend a, a lot of the time of the day apart because Tinkerbell needs her space. And she goes, and she had to learn that. She goes, at first, she goes, I didn't. She goes, I just wanted to be with Tinker all the time, which that's kind of baby, right? Fagel likes, wants to be with someone all the time. And she goes, and then, you know, she goes, Mommy, you got me uh, a playpen and you got me different places to be in the house. So she goes, I can give Tinkerbell space to just have her own downtime and alone time. Mm-hmm. And she goes, people should do that too. That is so true. She's laughing. True. <laughs> yeah, no matter, no matter how many years you're married, sometimes we need to have that space. We need that. Um, and that's where boundaries come in. You know, I need to have my space to talk or do whatever I need to do. So. Thank you. Thank you for giving us that wisdom. <laughs> she is so smart. She is so smart. I love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you showing everybody your underalls? Why don't we go to commercial real quick? And um, and then Naomi, let's come back to you. All right. And we'll uh, talk about boundaries. All right. All right. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses, and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. 
how Susan Essential supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food is medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and energy-based healing. All right, we are back. And so um, so let's talk about boundaries more. What are some issues, Naomi, how have you had to handle boundaries? Like what's a big one that's been coming up for you or, and what do you, what, how do you set them and how do you, you know, I'm actually struggling a little bit with boundaries. Um, my nine year old, um, is like a mini version of myself. And when I was her age, I was insatiable that I wanted to always be with somebody. And that is exactly what she does. So I walk around the house and she walks around after me. And I'm trying to set those boundaries for her to not always look for somebody else to provide entertainment or happiness. Um, and it's a challenge. It's a challenge because her love language is time. She wants to be with people. And yeah, it, it's tough. So if you have any advice, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, before we, and, and I do. Um, but before we do, Rhonda, do you have advice or do you have boundary things that you want to share about and then we'll tie it all together? Yeah. Um, setting those boundaries, and I guess we didn't really thought about boundaries to work if you were growing up, right? Um, but your daughter, and I was going to say, your daughter wants to be in the after. My daughter was the same way when she was there. So everything I did dance, you know, she wanted to do everything that I was doing, you know, learning how to dance or whatever. So, you know, you start setting the boundaries as far as uh, communication, talking to her or talking to people and just, you know, making sure they understand this is my time that I want to myself or I'm in the middle. And so I, I actually said, well, my, my husband, for instance, um, he asked me questions. I may be in the middle of something and I had to tell him, ask me before you just assume that, you know, I'm, I'm there and I don't have, you know, I have the time, but I don't have the time. I'm in the middle of doing things like, you know, like finishing my books. And that was, that was one thing I had to set boundaries with. Um, but it's just about this communication of, okay, I, I need to do this at this time. And he asked me now, what do you have for today? And I tell him what my schedule. And what I ended up doing was actually adding him to my calendars. So yes. no. But you have got to look at your calendar to see what I have going on because it's on your calendar. You have to accept it. So that's actually setting the boundaries as far as our account. My my calendar is so important. It has to be on my calendar for me to yeah. remember. You know. Oh, amen, sister. Yeah. And and actually, um, you know, um, I did. What do you got there, honey? Um. <laughs> Anyway, um, so first of all, I did that with my husband too, right? Where I started, you know, we added each other to the calendar for the date. And so Naomi, what I would say relative to your daughter, um, this is what I found out about myself actually as a kid. If I, like when I was working for someone else, my motivation to work 
came from knowing I had a date on Saturday night. So I would focus, focus, focus on all my work and get it all done so I could just be present for this date on Saturday night. And I'm wondering if there could be for your daughter a planned play date or a planned something. So, you know, it's savvy. We're going to do this at this time. I'm going to make sure I'm done. And make sure you can honor your word, Naomi, and or renegotiate the agreement if you need yeah. to, right? And suggest to her that mommy needs to do this and, you know, and and then say, what are some things that you like to do and you like to accomplish? And say, so we'll both be working towards our play date at this time. Does that make yeah. sense? I mean, I did that yesterday when my son wanted to carve his pumpkin. And I'm like, well, as soon as we carve it, it kind of starts to decay. So we have put in the calendar and written it. They, I'm quite visual. We have lots of different calendars where so I've got like the weekly board with all the plans of food and when people are coming home, but also, you know, the monthly. So he's written on there, pumpkin carving, you know, next Friday, the 27th, whatever it is. So he can visually see that. And I definitely think that helps. Um, I always try and use different methods of communication. So I am visual, but that doesn't mean my husband is. So, you know, it, it's trying to make sure that we have different ways of communicating, repetitive ways as well, especially with kids. The um, what ways? Say again? So you said different ways and you said something. Different ways of communicating, so verbally as well as visual mm -hmm. as well as, you know, like I asked Thomas to write down the pumpkin carving for the 27th, so he'd written it, not me. Right. I was like, you know what, it's now the 17th. I hope he's not going to ask for the next 10 days because I think just put the calendar and be like, ta-da. Instead of that constant, no, we can't pop so you know and then here's the other thing you want to get them into yes mode right right so it's we get to carve the pumpkin you know you could say uh whatever date you chose like eight more sleep nights so eight more sleeps right or seven more sleeps until it's pumpkin carving day i'm so excited it's a reframe also something we talked about in nlp which I just want to say, if anybody wants to understand human behavior, starting with your own, <laughs> starting with you, um, and then, you know, take NLP. And then I would say, if you want to take NLP, take it with this guy, because there's a lot of people who offer it, but this guy is the most, look, I've trained under Dr. John D. Martini. I've trained under Maxwell. I've trained under, you know, got my, um, you know, uh, Dr. Josh Ack. I mean, name it. I've named, I, I, I have trained under some of the most amazing uh, people, I think, in the planet. And he's right up there with them, if not one of the best. So, and I wanted to talk about Dr. Josh Ack. I'm going to pivot for a moment because it, it, it dovetails everything that we're talking about. So as you guys know, I'm, I'm a nutritionist, um, an energy healer, um, brain health professional, like, you know, there's a list, right? But at the end of the day, 
Um, you know, my, my MBA is in people. It's, a, it's organizational behavior. It's about understanding people. Why do we do what we do? Which is why I wanted to take NLP. And knowing that we have the capacity to do anything we want, if we choose to, we just have to shift our mindset in order to accomplish that. And it's about getting out of the box. So, or in my case, circle, because my little ginkgo leaf here pops out of the circle. <laughs> um, so last May, year ago, May, I went for leadership training with Dr. Josh Axe in Tennessee. And I drove up there as a potential for um, joining his leadership program. And I wanted to know his thoughts about a concept I have called Place of Peace. And part of what it does is uh, puts the brain in a theta state, a state of calm, so that you can be present in the moment. And in 15 to 20 minutes, you come out, you feel like you've had two plus hours of sleep. Some people come like, oh my God, I feel like I have eight hours of sleep. And it allows you then to shift mindset and really take control of your, your life. And as you both know, I was disabled for almost four years. And I really attribute my being able to get off a of disability that quickly because some people once they get on they never come off they're tethered to that paycheck um to my ability to think outside the box okay and to recreate and co-create with the universe what i wanted that's mindset so dr josh acts for those of you who don't know he, who he is He's a master of nutrition and he has been for a very long time teaching the world about nutrition, how he helped his mom overcome breast cancer, you know, using nutrition and essential oils. Okay. He, after I met him, I had no idea. We don't walk in other people's shoes. Right. Um, when I met him in person in a year ago, May, he was not nice. He was very unkind and he wouldn't hear anything of what I had to say about why I would even consider joining his leadership program. And I'm like, but if you're not interested in learning about what I do and how you might be able to help my program, uh, be received by the world, why am I joining your program? Right? And so he gets on, now this is a, a month ago, there's a YouTube video and I encourage you all to look it up. So it's Dr. Josh Rash, and he talks about how he was very sick and he was getting these injections. I guess there was some sort of infection maybe or something on the needle. He was very, very sick. He lost a ton of weight. And the doctor said he would be paralyzed for life. He'll be in a wheelchair. And he said, no, thank you. And he said, I'm here to tell you 
that I've been teaching about nutrition all my life is the way to reclaim your health. And he goes, I'm also here to tell you I was wrong. He said, there's nothing more important than your mindset. Because it was his mindset that helped him reclaim his health. Wanda, you are biting at the bit. What do you have to say, sweetheart? No, mindset is a big difference. And, and that's why you said sometimes you have to get rid of people who are toxic to, um, to you. And you have to learn that. But mindset is so important. You know, coming from, um, from a corporate background and getting into a networking background and having my own uh, creation here, uh, I always talk about mindset. Mindset, when you can um, connect with other people like-minded, mm-hmm. uh, big difference. But yeah, that is that is something that's very, very important. I talk about that all the time as far as mindset, you know, what kind of mindset you're in, where you are uh, in your life, where you are in your business. How do you connect with other people that actually is on the same wavelength as you are, you know, so... Yeah, that that is that is a very important aspect of how you um, create your boundaries to respect all of that is part of the mindset. Well, I'd like one of you to give people permission to cut people out because somebody out there is afraid to cut somebody out of their life. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be really surprised. I went to an event once, and someone said. You have someone in your someone in your office that you wouldn't go on holiday, get rid of them. And I was like, that's harsh. And when we came back, they no longer worked with us. And it was like a breath of fresh air. It was like a huge relief of the drama and the stress that had been caused by this one person. And it was exactly that. It was the permission to go and do that. And yeah, it, it literally is <sighs> breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Wanda, do you have to add to that or have you done that as well? Yeah, um, I have. And um, I don't want to say it on air, but yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let me just say this when we close a door, mm-hmm. God opens up another one. Absolutely. And, and uh, she says, oh, I'm not sure what that was. Um, so, Vieta, it looks like your thing posted too quickly. Um, okay, so she's got something because she's chewing on the bit. Okay, so, Fake, what is it? And she walked up the entire flight of stairs to get here, this little body. <laughs> so what is it that you have to say? Is it about letting go of people? Yeah, it is. Okay, so what is it you want to say about letting go of people? Okay, so the first thing is she wants me to let people know is that when you let go of those people, and you'll have a lot of fear around it. Uh, Many people have fear. But she's saying that one of two things will happen. She said that either they will come back with respecting your boundaries or honoring your boundaries. That's number one. Yes. Okay. And she's saying the other thing is, or the universe will open up the door to bring someone else into your life 
that will honor your boundaries, that aligns with your current vibration and your current expectations because of the law of attraction. Um, she's saying, don't operate from fear, operate with the trust in the higher power that it's got your back. Anything else on that or no? Yes. Okay, whose show is it? <laughs> I think it's her show. I think it's her show too. She's like all in my stuff. Oh, she's showing me about boundaries. <laughs> yeah, she wants to be part of the conversation. Yeah, she wants to show what unhealthy boundaries look like. Yeah. Well, she's very smart. She's very smart. <laughs> I know. But she's showing us all what unhealthy boundaries looks like. Because if anybody was watching from the beginning, um, I had a couple necklaces on that came off. You know? <laughs> and I, I do let her get away with it most of the time. And then when I get frustrated, I just put her back in her condo. And I create that boundary. <laughs> she's laughing. So... Let's um let's move on to integrity. Uh, my definition of integrity is well, it's it's multifold, but it's doing the right thing when no one's looking, right? And then the other thing is, um, and I would like to hear from our community because we have people on different platforms right now. You know, what is your your definition of healthy boundaries what's your definition of integrity what are your stories can you share or if you don't want to share do you have a question for wanda or naomi or myself yeah if you've got questions this is your time to ask so um so back to integrity it's doing the right thing when no one's looking um, it's also, oh, we got nine o'clock. We're supposed to go to commercial. I'm going to try to stay on that. Be integrious about it. There you go. Uh, let me go to integrity. All right. Let me go to commercial. We'll come right back to integrity. So everyone gets a little bit of a break. All right. Okay. All right. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show what invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Sell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. Susan I was over medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases 
and yes. using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. At Tucson and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. Okay. How Tucson Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Huh. So we retired the bird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was just so not easy. She's all up in my stuff. And because we're talking about boundaries and respect. <laughs> <laughs> She's just demonstrating, demonstrating, demonstrating what not to tolerate. <laughs> so, okay. So we have a couple of comments. So one is from Vienna, which might be a little long to put up here, but I'm going to do my best. So it cuts you off, Wanda. Sorry about that. So we'll read it and take it down. And she's back. Okay. So she's, Vienna says, asking advice about a business relationship with a person who has mental illness. Well, I think everyone in the world has mental illness. Um, the illness stems from being in the military too long and suffering with PTSD, homelessness, drug addiction, and emotional outbursts. Told him he needed to have a long conversation with his partner about his concerns and probably end that relationship that might interfere with his goals if developing a larger customer base to build tiny houses. Okay, go ahead. Wanda, you're shaking your head. Naomi, go for it. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, Naomi, you wanna go first? Or you want me to go first here? <laughs> um, I'll let you go with that, Wanda. Yeah, I, you know, when I was working, um, I keep being back corporate 36 years. Um, and when I got into uh, our own thing, you know, with our business, uh, Legal Shield, mm -hmm. W. Piss Associates, I actually, and it's funny because one of the guys that I saw, he said, Wanda, I want you to do, uh, you know, speak. And I said, okay, what can I speak about? And I actually spoke about integrity. And I still have my, I still have my, uh, my uh, PowerPoint on integrity. Uh, because that is something that is so important to me. Uh, because when you're making a commitment to someone, you expect to keep your word, right? Um, if not, you're not trusted. And that's where trust comes in. And the next time you, you actually do something, you're not going to trust that person. But it's about um, showing up on time. It's about um, letting that person know that uh, I'm going to be late or I'm not so cold, but you get some people that don't even, you text them, you, you send a message and they don't respond back. That's integrity. So integrity really, it, it means as far as moral and ethical convictions that we make by doing the right thing in all circumstances. So I, the question that the person was asking, yeah, that, that's like, uh, that, that conversation needs to be held, held. Um, and it's, it's about professionalism to be able to follow up and confirm uh, or talk to someone and, and let them know that um, the integrity of their partner business relationship needs to 
Well, in the night, that's, that's a lot of things to deal with PTSD, mental illness, all of that. It needs to be having a communication uh, conversation with them as far as being accountable. How can you be accountable to our business to be able to, um, to have that integrity? Because I mean, that, that's how you can lose business. If you don't have that integrity to build that professionalism and communication, then, um, you really don't succeed. So. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, uh, the woman that um, I just published in my uh, ad in Canada, you know, made an agreement to publish my ad and my article. And she you know, made a unilateral decision to not publish my article after she, after I wrote it, after she graphically designed it. And she goes, well, it was a bonus. I decided not to. You know, and I'm kind of like, you know, read between the lines when you pick the finger that is appropriate. Um, it's not okay to make unilateral decisions, especially after you take someone's money. And am I going to pursue it? Uh-uh-uh. Because I've got bigger fish to fry. And if she needs the $450 that bad, then she deserves it. And then she'll get her lesson somewhere else. You know, she'll get her lesson. And, um, but you just can't be taking people's money, making a promise and not delivering. And one of the things that I've always done, there you go, Peggy, is try to over deliver, under promise, over deliver, which I know the both of you stand in that. You know, the both of you stand in the over uh, under promise, over deliver mentality all day. Um, and like, um, you vibe, you both vibrate in a way that has me trust you there. I know that you're steadfast. I mean, Naomi, I haven't had you inspect my roof yet, but your values, right. They scream, you know, uh, integrity, you know, I mean, you were saying back, um, an hour ago about how when you and I were talking on the phone, one of the first times you said that you were talking to your kids and you really need to spend the time with your, your, your children because they were home. And I'm like, I love that you have healthy boundaries. I honor that. I love that. I love that you know where you need to be. And I think that comes back to Vieta. Um, I don't know whether her, her friend was calling to complain or to vent. Mm -hmm. I think... Um, one of the things I like about you, Jody, is that you often ask, do I have permission to to speak? Like, you know, are you happy to hear? Um, I think sometimes people just want to complain. But I think at the same time, you know, um, with Vieta's friend, they really need to look at their why and their goals and really dig down into, is this really their goals? Is this really their why? And is it the direction they want to be going in? Um, and what's the alternative? I think that's really, really important is, you know, if you struggled previously with, you know, homelessness and drug addiction, then is that something that they want to go back to? Probably not. But, you know, looking forward rather than backwards is really, really important and showing them that light if they're aware, able to, to see it. Yeah. And I think you make really good points. I mean, is does this align with their highest values? And I'm not, please don't take this the wrong way. So I'm not trying to minimize this person's uh, mental health, especially since I 
my focus is on mental health. It's emotional health, toxic free living, right? Look, I really don't know many people in the world who don't have some sort of form of PTSD. I really don't. Wanda, since you were abused, I, you had it. If you don't mm-hmm. still, I don't know if you still have it, but at one point I know you did. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I did, you know, mm-hmm. Naomi, how old are you? Okay. You do too. <laughs> <laughs> if you've lived, you got PTSD, right? There's some sort of trauma, whether it's a small trauma or a little trauma, whether it's a physical trauma, emotional trauma, or toxic trauma. The exposure to all these, uh, the 5G towers and cell towers and all the electro smog, that is a trauma. And so your body walks into an environment that is highly, uh, has a ton of electro smog. And now um, that's a trauma and you can have a a post-traumatic response to that, you know. Um, so I, I don't want to give energy to that because the, what the real issue then would be is, are you of mind yet to be taking on being self-employed? Cause that is not an easy journey. It takes commitment to yourself and a willingness to say no and a willingness to say no when you really want to say yes, you know, like avoid the people pleasing, right? And so, um, and she says, I'm sorry, you're going to get cut off again, Wanda. Um, drug addiction, emotional outbursts. Well, so drug addiction, they go hand in hand, right? Emotional outbursts are part of that addiction. I'm speaking, uh, this Saturday at St. Simon's, Georgia about how to, uh, live toxic free and how to, I mean, I'm not a doctor and I'm not going to say you have to do this step-by-step process to, um, and this program, because that's not who I am, uh, to get off of drugs, but I had to get off of whatever 19 different drugs, um, when I was over medicated, that's still an addiction. I hate to tell you, right. Um, it was a pharmaceutical addiction, but it was an addiction. And so, um, and I was paying for it. Right. (laughs) And so my, my approach to something like that is to live toxic free, starting with your water supply. Cause if you get the toxins out of your water supply, there's like 90% of your problems, like 90%. And uh, I'm getting pinged and they're saying that percent is probably too high. Talk about the air supply. Right. I mean, so, but you get my point. So I exaggerated it a little bit. Forgive me. Um, so I guess, um, really, I would say that person has to have a conversation with themselves. They have to know like what Naomi was saying, what, what's their mission? What's their vision? Can they breathe into that? Can they let go of, can they choose to let go of the things that don't serve them and move forward? And I want to tell you that's a lot of hard work. Um, yeah, I'm going to share this. So, um, over the weekend, uh, the very last, um, one of the very last, um, exercises that I did in NLP, and I honestly don't remember what it was, but like, really, I wanted to let go, um, 
I knew that I had an issue with success. Um, I had an issue with money, meaning, uh, and I, and I know this is a common issue and we all come to it in different ways. Um, that I was in, I, I knew that on the subconscious level that I had an issue. I was scared about making money because money is the root of all evil. Money's evil. Like, you know, like all of that. And, and I never heard that said like, in, like as a common theme in our family, but I did at the age of 11 go to court mm -hmm. with my dad because he, he had to go to jail because he signed a piece of paper when he was a developer. And he, um, um, you know, look, he was a multimillionaire and he, um, the banks knew it and they thought he was a good bet and they let him use the same collateral, uh, uh, multiple loans with one piece of collateral. And then they put him into jail for it. And I had to watch it. I had to say, as 11 year old, we're all lined up two rows back, watching my father on trial and going to jail. Now they put him in night jail, meaning they let him out during the day so he could still be a taxpayer because he was a huge contributor to the, to the Chicagoland area. He made shitloads of money for everybody. So they, they were just slapping his hand and keeping him away from his family. But nonetheless, I had a concept, I had a fear of success about going to jail. I erased it. So it's gone now. But you have to look at the subconscious mind. And what is it that's stopping you? So this is a great question, Beata. He has to look at what is stopping him from success. What's his real fear? I am now trained to do this, by the way. What is his real fear? What's stopping him from being the best version of, of himself? And it was the coolest exercise because I would they use both hands, you put them to the side, right? And you put them here, you envision what the problem is in this hand and your vision where you're going to be in on, on the other hand. And over the course of like 10, 15 minutes, you find that both hands come together because they have the same mission and you let go of the problem. So I, I can talk about it, but I don't have a trigger. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing was, is I didn't even know that I had a problem until I got there. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the question is, is how many people in the world, everyone, uh, <laughs> has something that's limiting them from, from rising up. Do you come across this Wanda? And when you coach people? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. And a lot of people do have fear, you know, fear is a false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, um, don't know where they want to start, where they want to go. So I've, I've actually had a, a couple of people get the LLCs from me and I had to think about, I have to ask them, um, don't let your passion, you know, go with your passion, go with what God uh, wanted you to do uh, mm -hmm. in your life. And and it was just really just getting over that fear. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they, that that's what they want to do is to make money. But at, at, and I heard that a long time ago, Jody, um, uh, as far as money is the root of all evil. And I said, okay, what kind of evil is money? But, you know, it's to help, uh, help us pay our bills or whatever. But, 
Yeah, but I, as far as uh, coaching people um, to get over that fear and to have faith to know that God has you to do whatever you He plans for you to do to get there. So, yeah, it's 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 uh, quite a few things that <laughs> you got to go through, but there's steps to get there, right? To be able to uh, to uh, to succeed in what you need to do. Naomi, what do you have to say about that doll? I'm not sure all the money is the root of all evil. I agree um, with it that it's not, honestly. So I do really struggle to spend money sometimes and to justify the cost of something. Um, We've got two small children. We do a lot of like playing in the park and playing at the pool, and like we hike mountains. We do we take picnics. We do really cheap things. So, but I also believe that you have to kind of enjoy those foundational things in order to really enjoy the things you spend money on. Like you have to see the the smaller things in life that actually generate a lot of happiness, and it isn't all about money. Um, I think people's um, whys change frequently and their goals change frequently. And I think you have to really adapt and question often to make sure that you're always going in the right direction because um, I typically do quarterly plans rather than annual plans. I don't sit down at New Year and say, the whole year I'm going to... Yeah, because you have plot twists. Because you forget what I'm, what I'm working on. Um, I did do a couple of years back. I did um, a mindset challenge. It's called Seventy Five Hard, and it was hard. And one of the things that I learned from it was that I I achieved it through pure determination rather than enjoyment. <laughs> and I, I think that's really, really funny to kind of to step back and and consider that. Like, why are you doing something? What does it mean to you? And you know, what what outcome do you want? end of it and is that goal taking you forward pushing you forward but also is it correct or is it something you think maybe it's what you should be doing and you know that's that's why I, I think about my goals on a quarterly basis it helps me remain focused and it helps me um push forward yeah that's i like that mm -hmm. I, I like that what you did because actually it's funny because after this I'm, I'm taking a class a coaching class on goals because we set goals and i i don't do that you know how we used to say your new year's resolution have right. anybody kept their new year's resolution no you know so the quarterly goals 90-day targets it works yeah. amazingly yeah and it, yeah. it really gives you can see an output as well if you do anything for 90 days you can you can see a, a huge change if you spread that 90-day target over you know a 12-month period the changes are so incremental they're so tiny that you sometimes yeah. lose focus yeah yeah that's true but you forget what what plans you made you know what right <laughs> and I, I always write them down like so yeah. again i'm visual i love writing on my mirror i, I yeah. notes i have i have a pad in the shower that you can write on um it's like oh. a wax kind of pen so when i've got ideas or goals mm. i see them um, I've also had it where you can stick up whiteboards on walls, mm -hmm. write all over them. 
um, yeah, I love I love to visualize it and I love to, to achieve it. So. Well, you gotta you gotta tell me when you get all that stuff because I would like that to show. Oh. <laughs> it's great. It's really really great. <laughs> That's awesome. I have mine on my mirror. My my affirmation, my goals, of what mm -hmm. I want to do, and I actually have it in our, in two bath bathrooms. So yeah, you know, to remind you of what you plan. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So I, I used to do that a lot, but now I'm just so laser focused on the things like I don't even need the flipping paper anymore. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that, but it used to be well it took a lot i think that's what really really helps as well as things change um some of those 90-day targets actually become foundationary so part of the 75 hard was to drink a gallon of water and i wanted to increase my water intake well now i'm sat here i've already got my drinks filled up it's not on my list of things to do because it's become nature it, it became foundational yeah. to me and it's become, this is what I do every day. I fill my water. So I think some of those things if done in small, like, you know, bite-sized chunks, then you can work it into becoming a routine and get better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Um, so I love that it transitioned from like a goal to foundation because you created a new habit and you were committed to it, you made it happen. Yep. Great example. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, now, uh, Wanda, you have your book out. Can mm -hmm. we, can you send me a link in the in the chat so I can put it up? Yes, yes. And, and then when you talk about as far as uh, money, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I have, I had my book, um, my book launch. October and, 14th. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think about money. I just wanted to be nice, you know? So of course my daughter, she's an event planner and she's very extravagant, but she likes for it to be nice. So I don't even know how much I spent on the book launch, but I know that people enjoyed it. You know, they enjoyed it. And it was, a it was a pleasure to really see and, and uh, to finally get it out my own, even though I had, I'm a third time author, but this was my own book that actually helped me to, um, to, uh, I had to stay focused. All of this, what we're talking about, right. I had to bring it all into this book. And, and another thing, Jody, I know we've talking about we, as far as forgiveness as well, when we have integrity, some things we get aggravated with, but I had to keep putting in with the, everything that I've been through, the back of my chapters is forgiveness. How do you forgive? How do you do this to be able to move forward, to receive your blessings? I know I had to learn that. And that's when God started blessing me with what I have, you know, what I have now. And to be able to complete my book. Um, Sorry. God knew. So first of all, God blessed me way before I learned how to forgive. Because he knew it was going to be a long-term commitment from him to me to teach me the thing about forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So read the end of my book, Jody. <laughs> no, so I mean, I, I'm there. Uh, no, I'm yeah. there. No, I'm there. I um, yeah. Because yeah. somebody forgave me uh, two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, and she didn't really have to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's what that looks like. Thank you. Yeah. And so, yeah. but one of the things that we talked about in NLP training was that um, and I've said this often, 
when we don't forgive, it's drinking poison because it's harmful to our body. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's hoping that the person's going to die. <laughs> so you're drinking the poison, which is the lack of forgiveness, hoping someone else is going to die. I know. And I got to still keep forgiving. You know, <laughs> it's just like, God. Uh, I mean, that's harsh because you don't want it to happen to you. Right? You know, so, I leave that to God. And listen, it's about let go, let God. Let God take care of it because I can't, you know, you can only do so much. Mm -hmm. That's funny. So, um, okay, I'm bringing up your book um, and how, um, and I have mine as well. Mine's in pre-sale mode. So let me just yeah. kind of clear up the screen here a little bit. Um, okay, so God's grace through the fire. Oh, I did not, I got went to it, but I didn't share it. I am tired. People, I got home last night from Chicago. <laughs> you know, we unpacked. Uh, our bags, made dinner, and got to bed as soon as possible, and that was one o'clock in the morning. Okay, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so we can see that on the screen now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So God's grace through the fire. I already bought mine, but you just fill out this easy, easy form, right? Twenty bucks mm -hmm. plus shipping, and um, you want to, you know, uh, give us again just like a little. A uh, thirty-second pitch about. I mean, this is your story, right? This is yeah. your yeah. You know, and you know what? I'm not going to ask you to do a pitch. I'm going to do the pitch. Okay, thank okay. you. Because I'm ready to do it. Yeah, you do it. I'm going to okay. do it. It happens more often for me now than it did in the past. But it's, it used to be a rarity, but I'm grateful that God has brought specifically these women into my life, right? But Wanda is a force of nature. She's a stand for integrity. How we get to integrity and how we get to be a stand for our own selves is not with the easy button. It's overcoming adversity and rising up on the days that are hard, where we don't want to get out of bed, we would rather cry. And I'm not advocating for quashing yourself and not crying, but I'm saying having the cry and then getting out of bed, you know, giving yourself that extra hour or 10 minutes, whatever it takes. But who Wanda is for me and I think will be for you is someone who is demonstrating to the world that you can go through adversity and still rise up. And because I did read your other book and I know who you are and I also am your friend. So I know who you are and still rise up, but it doesn't stop there with Wanda. She brings everyone with her. Right. So the real triumph is when you can bring everyone with you so that they don't have to, to experience the same path and they can learn from our lessons, from your lessons in this case. Mm -hmm. So buy the book. It's only like, 
I don't know how much is 20, 20, uh, 20 plus bucks shipping. plus your shipping. It's easy. Mm -hmm. People, you spend more than that on lunch. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Buy the book. Let me give you the link so that you can do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You explained it very well. And what, with this book, I actually put a journal in there for you as well. Mm -hmm. I want people to go on the journey with me. You know, as I talk about my, mm -hmm. uh, my adversity and what I struggled to be able to triumph. But the next, you know, right after the chapter, I put that journal in there. And another chapter I have is affirmations. I love affirmations. I do um, mentoring uh, with the middle school girls. And they call me the affirmation queen because before they can walk out the door, they have to give me an affirmation because you have to build into yourself. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am courageous. I am smart. All of those words is something that you have to say to yourself, even if you're having a bad day. So that's what I put in my book as well. So. Yeah. And so, and that's just the thing, you know, words are, that's my chapter is called not affirmations, but words are vibrations. Words are just vibrations in the air. Mm -hmm. And so what words are you choosing to vibrate? <laughs> right. And the distinction between the word, like as an example, thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to demonstrate that. You know, thank you very both. Thank you. I can't speak this morning. I'm so flipping tired. <laughs> but thank you. Right. Thank you so much for being here. Or you're in a fight with someone. Well, thank. Thanks for that. Whole nother energy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to have people understand the energy and start having discernment around the energy. And how are we speaking to someone? And what energy are we putting out in the universe? And are you watching it when you put out maybe a low vibration energy? Are you watching it come back to you pretty quickly? You're going to get it back because it circles. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to share my book real quick. So it is in pre-order. And um, like you, it's my journey. Um, it's called Emotional Healing Toxic Free Living. It's 2222. Um, a portion of the proceeds are going to the Environmental Working Group, uh, ewg.org. Why? <clears throat> they have been protecting us for decades against what other countries take for granted. In, in the United States, we allow, as we mentioned Naomi earlier, like red dye 40, blue dye, green dye, that it's hurting our children and our families. And they're advocating for the United States, for, them, for, the, uh, for everyone, for the population of the United States, so that we don't have to have these toxins in our food and water. And and or are the toxins in our food containers? <laughs> That's the other thing. So, I mean, it's a long list. So a portion of the proceeds are going to them because I want to support them because they've supported me. Without them, I wouldn't have known about my water supply. Without them, I wouldn't know the dirty dozen, right? The dirty dozen are the, you know, the, the fruits and vegetables you can't touch even if they're, I mean, you have to buy organic, right? Um, 
they teach about the uh, pollutants in your water bottle, you know, like your, um, your bottled water. Your, th- let me just say this. In Cobb County, the toxins, we have 18 toxins. Um, I, th- I think it's 18 total in our water supply. But you go get that bottled water, now you're up to 38 toxins. But anyway, emotional healing is my journey over the years uh, from when I was misdiagnosed in 1997 because I complained of pain and I had a torn rotator cuff and they said the pain was all in my head and I should go on psychotropics and that I would be a harm to other people if I did not. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I'm so grateful that I waited to publish this book, um, which will also be a workbook. It'll be spiral bound most likely because I'm going to add um, uh, notes for journaling and, and where is this showing up in your life type thing. And um, let me just say that there are so many things that are causing people to be emotionally to have emotional unrest, to have depression, to have anxiety, to have anger. <laughs> so, you know, it's almost like you need a checklist. Have I done this, 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 this? Am I still having issues? Okay, go to this, 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 this. But if we can get people just to do the basics, okay, she's got my, my, um, she's got my, um, let go of mommies. Uh, um, the gold is airing. So if we can, <laughs> thank you. So if we can get people to just do the basics, clean water, clean food, and then do a self-assessment again. How am I feeling? Do I have pain? Do I have physical pain? Do I have emotional pain? And start doing these assessments about where we're at, like the self-awareness, because the doctor is not going to do it for you. If you don't know, really how you feel and why you feel there's not a doctor on the planet that's going to be able to help you other than doing a test a blood test so i take you through that process does that make sense yeah makes a lot of sense so that's what my book is i can pre-order um and i'm i will put that link in the thread as well yeah i was going to tell you put the link in there yeah 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 here we go so it is posted um, and so, and I did, I, I, Ooh, she's nasty. You're just aggressive this morning. I know you got, so this is for Wanda. If you want to buy her book, she's got the ones it's the jot form. Okay. Ending in two, one, three, eight. And mine is emotional healing, toxic free living book. Okay. All right. So it's nine forty. I think we missed a commercial. We'll go to our last commercial. And then what would you ladies like to talk about next? What would be the thing that you think needs to be addressed? Keeping in mind, I'd really like to be in bed, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, just, just bringing it all together. Um, the foundation of respect and integrity. How okay. we, we end it with all of that, you know. Yeah. It all. Let's give them some tips that they can take. How about we do that? We'll go to commercial. We'll each okay. give them tips that they can use um, to take. 
And then before we do that, um, Vieta says, it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. So I am going to, I can, I'm going to expand upon that before we go. It's edifying money. We shouldn't edify anything, right? And what he explained to me over the weekend is that money is an energy exchange. Okay. And so if we can just look at it as an energy exchange, a way to live, a way to get the food, a way to, you know, get a sweater or whatever and have an energy exchange or Naomi, you come over and um, you assess my roof, but I help you with nutrition, right? You know, like that. It's an energy exchange and stop, you know, like just seeing that everyone has a value to bring. Bless you. She's sneezing on the truth. All right. <laughs> so and let me just see. And then she also said unforgiveness leads to growth of cancer cells. Mm -hmm. Amen. So she's, Viet is completely accurate. Yeah. What unforgiveness is, is a punishment of your own body. Mm -hmm. because most yeah. people are not forgiving of themselves first. So they're beating themselves up. I was going to say that you got to forgive yourself first. Yeah. And I didn't, I was wondering why, why do you have to forgive myself first? But you learned that. So, but it really makes sense. Yeah. And I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. And I did get cancer. So the, um, when I found out that I was misdiagnosed, I forgave the doctor. I forgave my brother for what he did. I never forgave myself at that point in time I have now. I didn't forgive myself for putting the drugs in my mouth. I didn't forgive myself for um, having a mouth like a sewer with my brother, which instigated him. Okay. <laughs> so... Okay, let me uh, go to commercial. We'll come right back, and we'll so everyone uh, have at least three tips to 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 give to everybody. Okay, so we'll, okay. all right. And Naomi, I'm starting with you, Dolly. Just so you know. All right. Ready. All right. Hi, I'm Jody Susan. Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food-as-medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. And we are back. Uh, actually, we'll do one more commercial and then we'll be back. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Female Solutions Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. 
Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with John. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sunday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Fervent Healing with Diata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Okay, we are back, and I had a conversation with Fagla. I said, so what is it that you want to say? And she told me, and I said, but you're going to be last. <laughs> so let everybody speak first, right? All right. All right. Naomi, what are your top three tips that you want to give the community about, you know, boundaries, healthy boundaries, you know, respect um, and integrity. Okay, so I wrote down a few. Um, number one would be speak it. So being honest, open communication, not expecting people to know what you want. Um, I think my husband was complaining about the office being a mess and nobody tidies it but him. I was like, have you asked anybody to tidy that in his spare time? No. Um, so I think being open and honest, uh, planning it, my calendar is like wonders back to back. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, I work on a Pomodoro technique, so 25 minutes of focus time and then five minutes not doing anything, mm. which is quite tough. And then 25 minutes again. So planning that time out, having a list of things to do. And when it comes to actioning, I love to take things off. So um, I literally, I love to cross through things. I like that achievement. My husband and I share a, um, a notes form on, um, on our Apple phones, which is great because we can take them off between us and we can see each other editing them. And that, that becomes, you know, work, life. At the moment we're clearing out our garage, so it's making sure that, you know, have we got everything that we need. From Home Depot, there's a list on on the list of things that are required. So just having an action plan and and making sure that happens. And I think that provides the boundaries. I think that demands the respect. And I think it keeps you on track for your integrity. You know, um, I love your list. <laughs> like, they're just things that I may not have thought of. And like, because they're my norm, some of those things, and some of them are not. And I'm going to request that next time we see you, that you show me well, how to share that. On it. Yeah, I want to share Apple Notes. Okay. Yeah, that that that's a really cool thing, in my opinion. Um, so now, oh, wait, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Uh, Naomi, how do I, I just messed up. I was trying to create a banner just for you. Let me see if I did. That. Oh, I did. Hold on. Hold on. Now save it. There we go. So in the event, I have someone listening who needs the roof inspected. You're buying a home or you just have an issue with your home. Um, call Naomi. Um, 
Georgia Roof Advisors, www.georgiaroofadvisors.com, or you can email Naomi at Naomi at GAroofadvisors.com. You really want her and her husband behind you. Um, if integrity is important to you, if sustainability is important to you, if not having to second guess is important to you, I would call her. <laughs> and Fagla says she seconds that. <laughs> so she says, I've met Naomi. I agree. <laughs> right? She says, yes, mommy. She says, I'm speaking it into the microphone. <laughs> so, all right. So thank you for that. And then Wanda, go ahead. So boundaries, um, you have to set boundaries to let people know what you both want. Right. And I always talk about, in fact, me and Dennis have this, this is what last and I married, just the three C's. Okay. And boundaries. You have to communicate, consideration, and commitment. All of that actually ties into um, to your, your lives as well as your business lives. Uh, to be able to have those three C's, and it all comes down to right uh, respecting as far as the attitude um, of how you want to be perceived um, about how everybody has differences in what they want, but that's where that commitment, communication, and compromise comes into play. So you need to respect to coexist with others without conflict. And that really is very important to, to be able to do that. And that builds the trust, the safety, and well-being as far as how we can actually respect one another. Uh, integrity, my model is treat people the way you want to be treated. Okay? So integrity is something that we have to learn because when you do that, uh, it's about your your own person, your personality, how people perceive you as far as integrity. They know they can trust you. You can keep your word. Um, and they know, like with me, I mean, I'm, I'm passionate about whatever I do. Mm -hmm. uh, or having that integrity to say, especially with referrals, you know, people, re re they know what kind of work with I, what I do. So I get a lot of referrals from my integrity uh, of how I treat people and how I want to make sure that whatever you work with me, that things happen, you know, uh, reasonably. So just really, uh, all of what I just said, wrap up in a nutshell. Yes. Patient, commitment, and compromise. And hey. I don't know if I said consideration. Did I say consideration? Well, you had three C's, right? Yeah. So. Really say There's actually four. Yeah. But compromise is one of them. So compromise. Consideration. Consideration. And so commitment. Those are my four C's. Okay. I have three. I have consideration, compromise, communication. Oh. Commitment. Commitment. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the <laughs> commitment part's thank huge. You. Thank you, Naomi. I always forget that four C, but those are the four. I have it on my refrigerator. Those are the four C's. People ask, like, with, with Dennis and I, how long we've been married. I say, okay, Dennis, what are the three C's? He may get three or two C's, and I kind of help him, but. All of that ties into everything that we're talking about here, the boundaries, the um, the um, respect and uh, integrity. 
all of that has to do with those four C's because really that's in our lives, that's in our businesses, right? So, so it's interesting. I didn't realize what I was going to say until just now, but I actually have it on my website too. <laughs> and thank you, Wanda, and thank you, Naomi, for the huge contribution. And each one of ours is completely different, which I love. Um, so here is, I'm just going to share. So this is from my website. It's kind of hard to see. So maybe what I'll do is I'll make it larger. Okay. Three R's. <laughs> okay. So the three R's remove, replace, receive. And how is this helping with boundaries, integrity, and respect? Well, it has to start with you. So this helps you put in your foundation. So remove, a re, you know, remove or release or delegate those things that don't fit into your highest values. Okay. This will free you up to live, uh, to love your life and live your life, honestly, on your own terms. Um, and include in that activities, food, uh, water, people, actions, inactions, traits, and behavior. So anything that doesn't uh, fuel your your highest values, which I help you figure out how, what your highest values are, remove those. And then replace those things. Uh, replace all of that with things that fuel your soul, that light your heart on fire, right? And, um, and then you receive abundance in the areas that you're focused on, whatever those goals are, could be financial joy, spiritual. Um, and I, for me, it was receiving the light of God. So minus three R's remove, replace, receive. And you know what? Uh, you said three R's. I actually have, I have it on my desk. Reset, recover and resolve. All day. Yeah. <laughs> so, I said, oh, I have three R's too, Jody. So yeah, so reset, recover, and resolve. I love yours too. So just having to reset your mindset, recover, you know, whatever is bothering you as far as that, and then resolving it in your mind. And that's about forgiveness as well. Yeah, and forgiveness is so huge. Um, Here's what I'm just going to end on with this, with this forgiveness thing. Um, so it kind of goes back to Dr. Josh Axe and other things like we don't know what people are walking through. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to tell you, people have been very gracious to me about forgiving me for shit. And I was not. I was told to, I was, it was demonstrated. It wasn't like say, Hey, make sure you hold a grudge for the rest of your life. No one ever said that, but they showed me that. <laughs> and so I really had to unwind that. So if you're that person holding a grudge, um, you know, just remember that they're just trying to get through life right now. And they're doing the best they can with what they got. And maybe they meant to hurt you. I'm kind of guessing not. 
Usually they are just trying to get their own needs met. And even mm -hmm. with a friend of mine who I know who is listening right now, who had a neighbor who got kind of nasty with her <laughs> for having a thing. They're just trying to get their, you know, she was, uh, Naomi, are you comfortable sharing anything? Sure. Yeah, because I think we, we have to know that they're suffering, right? They're just suffering with whatever their own demon is, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So we replaced our roof recently and um, it was super exciting. I'm used to having everybody else's excitement when they get a new roof and the before and after photos. Um, and while we were replacing our own roof, um, GAF, the largest shingle manufacturer, came on site and trained um, all of our workers, which was an amazing opportunity. I said to the head trainer, how often do you come to Georgia? That maybe two or three times a year. So I was super honored that he was on site with us, um, you know, helping us um, with the, the complex roof and making sure that we were doing the right thing. It was a new shingle and our neighbors wanted to know if we were operating a business from our residential property or whether we had a home there. Um, and it became quite uncomfortable, um, sadly. But we do have a brand new roof and it is beautiful now. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and the guy or woman, whatever, I don't know. Um, the person really has this thing called righteousness going on for them, right? Like everyone has to be protected from people who are doing the wrong thing. And then basically the wrong thing is based upon their perception, which may not right. be rooted in reality, which clearly was not rooted in reality that day. <laughs> right. So, so we just have to, what I started doing as a new practice, and I mean really new, like within the last six to eight weeks, somebody upsets me, I just keep on sending them love. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ask me if it was easy. I'm turning 60 tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it took me 60 years basically to get to that. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't judge yourself if you don't do it on day one. So, right. Right. All right. So I'm going to wear my crown and, mm -hmm. um, Fagala. Oh, she's attacking the crown. Yeah. <laughs> so she wanted her, her contribution. And I told her she would be the last is she wants everyone to start with heart. And she's been saying that very first show that we ever did. That was her message. Start with heart. Start with love, lead with love. Okay, she's that is it. All right. So I'm very, very grateful, um, Naomi, Wanda, that both of you uh, took time out of your morning, and Ashley, who's not here right now, um, to share your wisdom. By you sharing your stories about how you you know, are able to mandate respect and you know, by, by just not accepting the alternative, right? And how you rise up and what you deal with and how you manage your day and how you manage your family and, 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 and do it with love and grace and ease, you're making a contribution to others so that they can follow in your footsteps. Mm -hmm. 
And it occurs to me, Naomi, that you need to become an author sometime. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. You were? Yeah, I, I do really feel that, don't you? She's such a wise yeah. soul. Yeah. And um, I'm so grateful that we met each other and um, you're really wise. Mm -hmm. And you set the standard for things in an in industry, maybe that whose standards needed some modification. Right. You know, so Wanda, I think I already told everybody about you. <laughs> so I'm not going to do a repeat, but um, yeah. Um, take a look at that, Naomi. See what year that, that, that that's going to happen for you. Right. I'll put my stay target, shall I? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I mean, decide when that's going to be. And then we got a comment and then we're going to end the show. Um, Ronald Green says, I witnessed Naomi take the high road in dealing with an unruly neighbor. Naomi, you are, she really is, isn't she, Ronald? I mean, so Ron was actually doing some filming, um, doing some testimonials at the place, a couple of people through in the neighborhood too. So yes, Ronald, Ronald witnessed the neighbor shouting at me while I just graciously listened and nodded and agreed and just, yeah. So, but, so you yeah, demonstrated yeah. leading with heart, starting mm -hmm. with heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Ronald, thank you for sharing that. I am really grateful that, um, that you shared that because, you know, people need to know, I mean, I, and I really, you know, I'm thinking I'm going back now on the purpose of this, of this show, which was, you know, integrity, uh, boundaries and what was the other thing? Sorry. <laughs> respect right and so um so what i'm gonna say is if you need the services that naomi or wanda offer these people demonstrate that so these are your go-to people right 